Hello and welcome to the Abundantly Successful Show, the show for conscious entrepreneurs who have the deep desire to turn their passion to a successful and thriving business, all while making a huge impact in the world. I'm your host, Kay Sanders, also known as the creator of possibilities. And our topic today, our, our episode today is all about language as a limitation to unlocking your limitless life. Uh, I mean, you know, we always use different language. They can hold us back, they can create what we want, or don't create what we want. So our guest expert today is Susan Schatzer. So she's going to tell us all about how we can really change our language around so we can create that limitless life. And just so you know, Susan is also known as the consciousness revolutionary. Okay, I think I totally butchered that one. (laughs) But without further ado, let me introduce you to Susan. Hello, Susan. Thanks for being here. Great to have you. Hi, Kay. Thank you so much for the invitation to be a part of your amazing abundance show. I love it. <laughs> yes, I'm definitely, I love it too. So can you just, you know, kind of help me with my mistakes? So how exactly do you pronounce that? You know, you're, you're, you're known as the, yeah, I totally butchered that one. <laughs> yeah. So um, someone said to me to, one time when, when I was facilitating, this is, you know, you're a global facilitator. I said, yeah, yeah. How could it get any better than that? And they said, you know, you're like a consciousness revolutionary. <laughs> okay, see, now I totally butchered that name. <laughs> I totally love it, though. But, you know, would you mind, like, before we dive into the content, you know, tell us a little bit more about, like, who you are, what you do. And, I mean, my most favorite question is, like, why you do what you do. Yeah, cool. Thank you. So, you know, my life, you know, is in a totally different place now than it was, say, 15 years ago. Um, it really happened eight months after my son was born. I lost the vision in my right eye and I was diagnosed with a chronic illness. And at that point it was able, it took me, you know, had me stop and take some steps back to kind of take a look at, Hey, who are you? What are you doing? What's happening? What's going on? What's not right about this. And I realized I was in an abusive marriage. My closest family lived eight States away. I had an eight-month-old, and I was diagnosed with a chronic illness where my doctor said to me, yeah, you don't even need to sign in. Just go straight. Like, don't go to the ER. We already have you registered. We have a bed. You need to go now. And I was like, uh, 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 you know, what am I going to do? So literally my whole life overnight shifted. And it went from mediocre to not very good at all. And I realized that there were things in my life that were creating this and they were my points of view. So the points of view that I had, my belief system at my core, you know, deep down, it's things that you have hidden from yourself. You aren't even willing to acknowledge like your best friends. It's like, you kind of know that that's the way it is, how you feel. And what that was, was that was creating this illness, this separation in my life. And I was talking with a mentor of mine and he asked me a question. He said, so what if this is what you've been asking the universe for? And literally, Kay, I stopped in my tracks and I couldn't say yes and I couldn't say no. It was one of those defining moments where asking a question empowered me. And I realized at that point that anything else was disempowering me. Anytime I went to conclusion or decision or calculation or computation or judgment of something, I wasn't actually in the flow of receiving. 
So you had brought up the topic for today being language as a limitation. That's where it all started. I realized that my languaging, starting even with my thoughts, my languaging actually was creating my reality. And I wasn't happy with what was showing up. So I literally needed to change the way I was speaking to myself and the, you know, what you think about, you talk about, what you talk about, you bring about. That is where we are today. So I'm able to create that which I'd really like to have in my life. And it is a whole lot more fun right now. <laughs> oh, I bet. So tell me, what's your big why behind? Why do you do what you do? Why? Because I truly, in my heart, I know that every single being on the planet has the potentiality and the possibility to live a limitless life. That anything else is a lie, is an untruth, and is a limitation. And what's happening right now on the planet is all this stuff that you and I were just talking about before we went live, Mercury retrograde and July and all that kind of stuff. Well, it's all coming up right now. Like everyone is feeling it, whether it's at work or with the government and politics or school systems or the you know gun laws. It could be any aspect of anything. It's all coming up now. So you have the possibility to let it go. Literally now is the time. It's like the three-dimensional density of this frequency that we have in this reality is, you know, very, it doesn't really work. It worked all the way up until now, but now's the time where you have choice. So we get to choose if we would like to continue on that same path or choose something else. And that's where I come in is supporting people in, you know, navigating the something else. And, you know, I love what you just said. Like, we have a choice. And oftentimes we think, like, you know, this is how things are. I can't do it differently. This is my life. And But, you know, you're right. I mean, every moment, I believe that every moment you have a choice to, you know, act differently, to go a different path, to revisit, you know, your what you've been doing, to change your thoughts around. Like, every moment you have a choice to choose differently. I actually have something, like, right here by my, by my wall that reminds me that I have a choice to think different thoughts in every moment. And is so powerful but now i would like to talk about you know you mentioned language so let's break it down like why is our language the way we think the way we you know the things that we say so you know how does that really determine how we operate our life the success that we want in our business and everything basically yeah well we were we were programmed at a really early age Kay, to come to decisions i mean you might even be able to hear yourself because you're a mom too we both have sons and, you know, about, you know, coming to a conclusion. So we would ask our kids, so what's a good choice or a bad choice here? And we coach our kids in coming to conclusions in making a decision um, because everything has to be good, right, perfect, correct, or bad, awful, terrible. So you got rewarded for the good and you got disciplined for the bad. So you learned really quickly that the good was the way to go. So you started to become entrained with getting the answer, coming to a conclusion, figuring it out. You know, what is everybody else choosing? Okay, so that must be what I should be doing too. And then you get taught by your parents, this is what you should do, you ought to do, you have to do, you must do because, because that this is what we've always done. This is the way we do it. This is our culture, our religion, our heritage, our location, our ethnicity, like all of those factors have come into play and they've served us 
literally, Kay, they've served us through multiple lifetimes, multiple generations, multiple planetary, uh, you know, times that we were in other areas of the universe. Um, and we're here now to kind of be able to say, hey, this was great. This was fun. But now I'm going to choose something else. Now, how does that really, you know, our language and, and the way we think and everything, how does it reflect in our business, like how we do business or even like how, how easy we get clients, how much money we make and all of those things? Yeah. So anytime you have a point of view about anything or a belief, that's the only thing that the universe can deliver. You've set your cap, you've capped yourself and you've set your ceiling. So if you have the point of view that, um, take, well, look at the word want, W-A-N-T. You know, that word was physically changed by the powers that be on us uh, back in the 1940s, 1946. You can go back to that era, pull out a dictionary at that time and look at the definition of the word want. And the definition has lack, not enough, lack, not enough. And the very last thing at the bottom is desire. So when it gets flipped on us and changed, now when you look it up, it says to desire, to have. Well, that's not actually the true definition of the word want. So what do we do? We teach our kids, what do you want for Christmas? What do you want to eat for dinner? What do you want to be when you grow up? And want means lack. So energetically, because we're all energy, we're telling the universe, we're telling the forces that be that we lack whatever it is that we want. So if you want more money, then you lack more money. That's what you're saying. And the universe speaks in energy. And so that's why we go back to the definitions of our language, because so many of them are designed to keep us locked in place. They're, they're not kind of activating you for um, the, the truth and the possibility and your authentic self. So anytime you say want, want is not only lack, you lack it, that's why you want it, but it's also in the future. So you can't have it right now because you want it. Hmm. So you're always in the want of it because you can't have it. So what I do is I uh, teach people how to activate the present tense. So you're going to have it right now. I am and I have. And that becomes the new languaging that we use. And literally, things will shift and change for you at a quantum level. Literally, when you give up the point of view that you're in lack, you're not enough, you're not smart enough, you don't have enough, you're not beautiful enough, you're not tall enough, whatever it happens to be for you, we have all been entrained with that. That is part of our, our, our vibrational frequency of who we are. When we give that up and we step into, I am great. I'm amazing, I am infinite, I am fun, I am strong. Whatever it is that we would, that we're looking to have, we actually invoke it. And we invoke that frequency and we actually, it gets instilled into our vibrational frequency, into our, at a cellular level. And what happens is like attracts like here on mm -hmm. planet Earth. So when you're going with a lot of lack and I want and I need and I don't have and I've got to and I must, that kind of frequency, that's a low vibrational frequency. So you actually attract more lack. The people, the business relationships, your money, everything is in lack because like attracts like. So when you start to 
I call it an upgrade. You know, you're going to upgrade your frequency. You're going to plug in a whole new set of possibilities. You raise your vibrational frequency. You start to attract the people, the relationship, the money flows, the ease of what you're looking for. I mean, I love it. You know, that kind of reminds me on a story like, you know, early on with my coach, she always told me you, I should say, you know, like in a presence and like, I have clients, I have money. I'm like, well, shoot, I don't. I felt like, you know, like with all law of attraction, you got to act as if, like you, as you already have it. I felt like, you know, I was lying in a sense because what well, I didn't have clients, I didn't make enough money. So how can I say I'm making a lot of money? I'm doing great. My business business is booming. So, and I'm pretty sure, you know, like a lot of the listeners, they probably are in the same point. Like, well, if I should say I have a lot of clients, I make a lot of money. My business is amazing, but then it really is not. Can you maybe talk a little bit about that? Like, how can you deal with that, that, you know, disconnect of, well, this is my reality, but this is what I really would like to have. Yeah, absolutely. So what shows up is that it's, it's not asking you to lie. So, and if you say, I have a lot of clients, like, what does that even mean? Like, what is a lot of clients? Like, is 10, 10 clients a lot of clients for you? What if like 10 clients isn't a lot for somebody else? And you know, I don't, I don't have a lot of money or I have a lot of money, but you don't. It's like, would you be willing to add, or would you be willing to, I'll give you an example. Would you be willing to say, I have more than enough money and always too much to spend? I like that. Definitely a better energy. Yeah. I have more than enough money and always too much to spend. Because what you were speaking about before, Kay, just now was you know, you, it's, it's why the goal posters and affirmations, uh, statements and vision boards don't actually work. It's because you're trying to get that for yourself that you don't have in it. Right. So you want to picture it and see it. And yeah, that worked. It just took a while. Now we're really moving at a much quicker pace. I mean, you can look at you know, drive through and take out. And, you know, we were even talking about on demand TV shows. You know, it's no longer are we waiting for commercials or DVRs to go through commercials. Like we're just going to watch, you know, 30 hours straight. It's like, this is the new possibility with energy that's available to us on the planet. And so is it true with our limitations and, um, you know, our possibilities. So would you be willing to have more than enough money and always too much to spend? I think everyone does, right? <laughs> yeah. And you can, and what I do is I recommend you on your iPhone, you have a memo, a voice memo. And I recommend to all my clients and my groups that I work with to, in your voice, you record that. I have more than enough money and always too much to spend. And then there, there are other, and I call this like an activation because you're activating the frequency of having more than enough money and always too much to spend. Like, how exciting is that? Like, can you feel that? You feel expansive. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't feel contractive. Mm -hmm. Anything that allows you to feel expansive is true for you. So when you play it over and over again on your phone, and you can even use, there's a software called GarageBand um, that you use on Mac, on Apple products, and you can create your activation which would be what I just said, and that's our languaging, how languaging you actually can use that to your advantage. Um, And it will create a loop for you. 
So you can loop it and you can listen to it in the background while you sleep or you work and literally everything's a frequency. So it's upgrading your frequency as you go. That is a really good tip. I mean, what I like to do is I like to listen to meditation and those type of activations at night, you know, because I mean, you know, your subconscious mind is always awake. So I, I like that. I need to try that. But now, you know, in, in business, like, I mean, how can we, because I, I know there's so many people that have limiting beliefs. I know that was like my biggest challenge, like for, for a very long time where I thought that I wasn't good enough. I, I can't do this. And I remember actually very early on, I had a coach who told me, how can you coach business if you're not even, you know, successful yet, if you don't have clients yet. And that really stuck with me for a very long time. So I had a whole lot of mindset stuff going on from, I'm not good enough. I can't do this. I can't charge for what I do. How can I even help people? So, you know, do you have some tips around that? If, you know, any of the listeners, you know, if they're going through that, where they have a lot of those limiting beliefs, how can they really shift that around to be more empowered? Because, I mean, I believe we all have a big mission in life. We have a purpose to make a difference. I mean, that's also why I created the show is because I want to really help entrepreneurs to be out there, to really share their gifts, to make that huge impact. But oftentimes we have all that, I like to call it inner gremlins or the monkey mind, that really stops us in the track from actually being out there, being visible, doing what we're, what we're meant to do. I mean, do you have some tips around that? Yeah, absolutely. So when you're working with business, there is no separation. So everywhere you've decided that your relationship is one space, your business is another space, your money flows is another space, your social life is another space, your family is another space. All of that is the construct of this reality. Like you were told that those are different facets and factions in your life. Um, actually, there's no separation. So if you have the point of view that you aren't successful or don't have money, then that frequency carries over into your relationship. You're not successful in a relationship and you're not good at it, you know, and then parenting. So you will literally find when you start to take a look at things that aren't working for you in business that it will be a common denominator. It'll be what I call, it's like the invisible thread that literally has everything sewn together with limitation. So you are as abundant um, and um, as the, the quickness or the fastest manifester as you are with your lowest vibration. So if your vibrations, especially with work, have to do with anger, rage, fury, hate, blame, shame, regret, guilt, sadness, all of those, those are all low vibrational energy. So take a look at that. Get rid of it because it's a lot. You know, you're an infinite being. You've been here for the life of the universe. You know, for what reason would an infinite being choose that? Mm -hmm. Right? Well, we are choosing it right now because we're in the human form. We're in the human body or human embodiment. And it's now that we have the possibility to see what's not working for us and let it go. That's kind of the whole nutshell. Like literally you took it on in a split second and you can let go of it in a split second. Mm. Like I feel like I have deer in the headlights look, Kay. <laughs> you have what? I feel like you have deer in the headlights look like, really? Could it be that easy? Yes, mm. it is that easy. It's, yeah. it's, you know, bump it up. You know what I mean? Like the higher vibrational frequencies are like, you know, ease, joy, bliss, fun, excitement, happiness, and gratitude. And gratitude is one of the highest vibrational frequencies we have on the planet right now. Because literally when you're in gratitude, you cannot also be in judgment. Yeah. When you're in gratitude, you cannot be in anger. 
-hmm. So anytime you have the lower vibrational energies, the anger, rage, fur, hate, the things that I was just telling you about, like that's a time to take a look and step back and go, okay, wait a minute. Like, is this working for me? Okay, what else is possible here? And whatever it takes to shift up to gratitude, like level up and let it go. Now, why would you, why do you think so many choose to be in the limitation? Because I mean, I've, I've worked with, you know, a bunch of people or talked to a bunch of people that really, they are so stuck in that limiting, you know, story that really limits them from being the best that I can be. I mean, I know for me, that was for a very long time. That was my thing. I was stuck in a story. I kept choosing the limitations and I didn't even know I did. So, you know, why would people really choose to stay in that limitation instead of being that infinite being that can be, do, and have whatever we want? That is a great question. People stay stuck where they are because they bought into it being real, right, and relevant in their life. Well, this is really happening to me. And this is relevant. This is important. This is significant. Like, pay attention. Stand up. Fly right. Like, get your big girl pants on. You know, Those are all the things we've been told for so long. And it's actually not about that. It's not about figuring anything out. It's about choosing something else. And, you know, we all have stories. And literally when I, when I speak with clients and I talk to them, I'm like, okay, so how long has, have you had this story? Oh, my whole life. Or, oh, for, in your case, Kay, you were just talking about how a coach told you, how are you going to be successful? You're not even good in business. How are you going to coach people in business? It's kind of like, okay, well, that's interesting that they put that on you. And then it's interesting that you took that on. For me, it's kind of like, okay, time to get a new coach. But anyway. Oh, I did. <laughs> I did. That's just another story. But, so you had that story, right? And it resonated with you because you not only thought about it, but you talked about it. So that's keeping the story with you. So literally you are paying the penalty fees on this story that you checked out of the library decades ago. Would you be willing to return the book to the library, stop any more penalty fees that you've been paying and allow the librarian to archive the book, get rid of the story so nobody else checks it out? Yeah, I love that. I mean, it took me a while. I mean, I like ever since I dived into the whole person development, you know, I learned all these things and how powerful it really is to shift your mindset around. But, you know, one question is, though, how do you really realize, you know, what's really going on? Like you mentioned that, for example, with the whole limitation that it shows up in all areas of your life. So how do you really realize like this is the story I've been telling myself these are the limiting things we say because I mean we have so many thoughts all day long how do you really notice all the busy chatters going on way back in your head and you don't even really consciously are aware of it or don't want to be aware of that yeah it's a choice you know you can choose to you know have your blinders on you can choose to be stuck in a bag or you can choose something else You know, literally everyone is going to choose what they're choosing until they don't choose it anymore and choose something else. So the greatest gift as a coach is just to allow everybody to be exactly where they are and, you know, kind of facilitate. I would say that's what I sort of do. I kind of, because I'm able to go into people's realities. I'm able to do the whole thing in there. And I know exactly what was said, what happened, when they took it on, what lifetime it was, what dimension it happened to be in. And I, we can get rid of that very easily. Um, And when that happens, you actually have more space in your cup. Like right now, okay, if I were to put anything else into your cup, it it would like, it's so full that it would like 
fall on the table or the floor and make like a huge mess. It's like, ah. So we have to go in and get rid of some of that stuff, like dump it out. So you have a lot more room. And then when you have more room, you're able to actually invite in that which you'd like to have in your life. So the first step would be to take a look at all the systems and programmings that you have running in the background. You know, everywhere you were told that, you know, money doesn't grow on trees, that money is the root of all evil, that, um, you know, you don't want to have a lot of money because, you know, then no one's your real friend. And, you know, you don't want to be like those people over there who have a lot of money because they're just all stuck up in studio. I mean, literally there are so many <laughs> points of view that people take on. And that was just with money. The whole thing with marriage and relationships and parenting and schools, like all of that is also a huge way that we were, you know, just locked down pretty much uh, by society and our, but literally, Kay, to be honest, like our parents didn't know any better. Our school systems were never taught on this. I used to be a school teacher. We were never educated on this. And um, so now that more people are conscious, more people are aware, more people are asking questions, more people are realizing, hey, you know what? Like this actually doesn't work for me anymore. Hey, I'm looking for a different possibility. Where can I go? What can I do? And what would it take for me to have more than enough money and always too much to spend? You know, I really love that you touched on, you know, the money mindset, you know, because I see that happening so often, you know, where entrepreneurs, they really work their behind off. They do so much. They really work really, really, really hard, but just always just barely coming by. I even had one person I had talked to before that who was doing something for 10 years as a job, like the exact same thing. And then she get, went into business and she was doing really good, but then she went into business doing the exact same thing that she was doing for 10 years. And then all of a sudden she was like, I'm not good enough. I can't do this. I need more schooling. I, I'm, I can't do this yet. I can't charge for what I do. And I was just like sitting there. I was like so mind boggled. Like you've been doing this for 10 years. So why do you think is there such a big difference from doing something as a job rather than doing something on your own as your own business? And why do so many entrepreneurs really struggle building up their business, getting the clients, making a decent money with uh, a decent income with their business? That, yeah. So what do you know about people who start their own business, who go out on their own business? Like there's this um, like global consciousness that's still, I mean, it's, it'll always be here. It's still here. I mean, how many people have points of view about what does it mean to be successful? And what does it mean to be on your own? And do you have what it takes? And do you have all the tools you require? Like literally there, it's just, you can just, I don't know if you can feel it, but there's like... It feels like a huge dump truck just got dumped here with all this heavy energy and none of it's true. So I actually teach people how to muscle test because we have points of view and our body doesn't. Our body is more conscious than we are. Hmm. So everywhere we've separated ourselves from our body. And that's one of the key points is to get connected back with our body because our body literally uh, has more awareness than we do we shut it down. So in working with clients, with business, with families, people who are stepping out on their own to have their own business, one of the top things, exercises and things that I would teach would be to connect back with your body because your body is going to be one of your greatest tools. Okay. So how can we really tune into our body to really find out, you know, get some answer from that? I'm pretty sure, you know, like the listeners would love to, you know, hear a little bit more about that. Cause I think that's pretty interesting. 
Yeah, there's so much out there right now that is um, actually a lie. And you might have picked up on it where it's like for one minute, caffeine's good for you and then caffeine's not good for you. And then chocolate's good for you and then chocolate's bad for you. So it's like, which is it? <laughs> is it good or is it bad? So we get rid of all of that when I work with people with their bodies and we tap into what our body requires. And there's a lot of things that we were never taught about our bodies, about connecting with our bodies, communicating with our bodies and allowing our bodies to provide us with the information and awarenesses that we're really looking for. Because to be honest with you, who wears the clothes? You the being or the body? Mm. The body, right? Yeah. Who, who spends the money on pampering and trips and vacations and cars and luxury items? You, the being, or the body? The body. The body really would like for you to make more money. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it, they really would like for you to have a lot of money. But what happens is we were never taught how to communicate with our bodies and how to allow our bodies to kind of connect with us and share information. So that's the separation that's taken place. And what I'm able to do is help people reconnect with their body and allow their body to facilitate a different possibility with them. I love it. I love it. You know, I just recently learned something, how to actually tune into my body. I mean, I've been tuning more into my heart chakra to kind of like listen, you know, what's going on. Like I'm very tuned with myself, but the other day I actually learned to actually like listen to what my body actually feels. That was actually pretty interesting and, and right on point. So, I mean, I love that you mentioned that. Now, you know, what I was going to ask you is, um, and now I actually lost my train of thought. You know, you blew my mind. <laughs> Like, you know, early you mentioned that you have to kind of like, first of all, you know, take out, you know, part of, you know, you, you said your cup is already full, so you have to take something out before you can put something else in. So I'm guessing when it comes to language, we have to take out first the, the bad before we can put in the good. So how can we really, you know, be more conscious about, you know, what we say, what we think, so we can then replace it with the good. And I'm guessing that's what you were mentioning about or referring to as well, to really change out how we speak. So, but first I'm guessing we have to really figure out okay, what do I say, you know, all day long? And I mean, I love my, like, my, the phrase of, you know, Wayne Dyer. He's like my most favorite uh, author. He was saying like, you become what you think about or speak about all day long. So how can we really figure out what am I saying all day long? And then how do I turn it around to be more empowered, to be more really to, so we can attract the very things that we actually do want. Yeah. Thank you for that. So it's, it, it's not rocket science. You know, I, I'd like to, you know, be able to sit here and tell you, and this is step one and step two and step three. There's not really a program with it. Uh, but knowing that as you choose the higher vibrational frequencies, the lower ones have to drop off. It's like light and dark. Literally, you know, that's the first thing God made. He made the day and the night. And literally, it is light and dark or heavy and light. So anything that feels dark or heavy is not actually truthful for you. Anything that is light um, and bright and expansive, that is something that is more truthful for you. So when you hear yourself yelling at your kids or you hear yourself you know, arguing in your head with your spouse or your loved one, whatever it happens to be, it's kind of like that is coming up for you right now for you to let it go. It's like it's not serving you. Now, they're here in your life to help bring it up for you. Like, they're here to have you get upset or pissed or mad or whatever it happens to be to have 
a situation, an episode, whatever that is for you. So you can get the awareness of, oh, you know what? That's pretty interesting. <laughs> and I'm not going to choose that anymore. So one of the questions that I um, actually got from Access Consciousness was, what to write about this? I'm not getting. So if you are yelling at your kids or having this, you know, in your head argument with your spouse or your significant other, like, go ahead and ask, like, what's right about this you're not getting? And literally, I can tell you without a shadow of a doubt, there is something that is absolutely positively right about it that you are getting. And I can give you an example. Yeah, would so you please? Sure. So my son um, and his, his dad's family, um, it was always you know, not a very nurturing environment to be in. And as you know, as I mentioned before, you know, it was an abusive situation. It was, you know, verbally and emotionally and mentally abusive. So my son, um, his family started to attend different things where he was and they started, they were verbally abusive with things. And I brought it to his dad's attention and say, hey, why don't you come up with a code word? So when he goes and visits with the family at Christmas, if he's uncomfortable or, you know, he just can't deal with whatever it is, he can give you that code word, that song, that handshake, whatever it is, and you guys can leave. Well, he doesn't set it up. And this is all supposed to be happening this way. So I could get very angry about that. So he goes to Christmas Eve there with the family and his aunt, his dad's sister, gives him a dead frog for Christmas. What? A That's dead frog. This is not like, now he raises frogs at the time. So he was breeding frogs and raising them. It was his pet. And she went and got like, and it was run over. It was missing legs and ribs. It was like roadkill. And she scraped it up. She put it in a box. She wrapped it up. She told the whole family ahead of time what she was doing and then made him open his present first. And then they all laughed at him. Yeah. True story. And wow. that's traumatizing. Started. Yeah, it was. It was traumatizing. But see, I could go into that. I could go into it's traumatizing. I could go into the, you know, that's terrible. That's abusive. That that's, you know, uh, you know, how many years of therapy is he going to need to write that kind of a thing? Well, what showed up was where I wasn't willing to ask a question. And when I asked what's right about this, I'm not getting. Because let me tell you, I think I cried harder that I couldn't get out of bed when he told me about this, like for him. It, it, I cried for him. It was just like, how do you do that to a child? You know what I mean? It was like, how, how do you do that? That's like unfathomable. And then I got the awareness. It was like, holy cow, how brilliant are you to my son? I said, you've been dealing with this for a decade or more. And look what you created. You created like such a terrible situation. So you could say, you know what? I'm never going to see them again. I am done with that. I'm done being treated that way. I'm not having it. And it was so intense, right? How powerful are you? It was so intense that no one could contradict it. And he was able to cut himself off by choice with that side of the family that was abusive and he no longer needed to be subjected to that because he wasn't a driver at the time and it was, you know, parent visitation and whatnot. So this is an example of how you can take like a really bad, bad situation and ask the question about, okay, so what's right about this we're not getting? Well, he created that. Like our points of view create this. 
So my son created that and it was, how amazing are you? How powerful are you? Oh my goodness. Like this is exactly, you know, like congratulations. Like you're a superstar. <laughs> you know, and it's, I think it's also like when we look at like situations like that, which are really horrible, they do hold a gift because for your son, it was like that he could walk away from that. And that's one thing that I learned from my, from my coach like many years ago, because I have fibromyalgia and I really thought that fibromyalgia was ruling my, ruining my life. I couldn't do this. I couldn't do that. And then he was like, why can't you see it as a gift? So for me, it was like, I mean, it took me a while to realize it, but then I saw the gift in that, that, Hey, it allowed me to walk away from my job. It allowed me to, you know, know what it feels like, you know, what other people go through and, you know, so many other things that then I really saw it more as a gift. And I think so many people, they see these really horrible situations, really something that happened to them rather than happened for them. And I mean, for your son, I mean, I could only imagine how bad he felt in that situation, but at the end, you know, he turned things around. So I think that is so powerful. So thank you so much for sharing the story because I really think if we can change it around, and I'm guessing he also changed his language around as well, right? Yeah, he, it was like, he, when I brought it up to him, um, I said, so what's right about this you're not getting? And does this feel light for you? He started smiling. He literally started laughing. He's like, ah, <laughs> look at what I create. I'm like, yeah, I know. He's like, I'm pretty good. It is literally like it totally shifts and it empowers you. Before he was disempowered, before it was happened to him and they were bad, awful, mean, vicious, terrible. And everyone's like, oh, did you go over there? Did you like, you know, have it out with her? Did you? And I was like, no. <laughs> I'm like, it's what the doctor ordered. You know what I mean? It's the same thing with my marriage. You know, when I got diagnosed, it was within two years, he walked. And it was the greatest, I'm so grateful for him. It was the greatest contribution uh, to my son and I, because then we were able to create the life that we really, you know, were looking to have. So um, yeah, it's empowering. Mm -hmm. So everywhere you're seeing things that like, you know, are terrible off of it. It's like, it's, it's happening for the greater good of consciousness. It's like, you know, do you, I think we have Amber Alert. I talk about this when I do speaking engagements um, where the Amber was the girl who was abducted and tortured um, and then driven like across the country on highways. And if there was a way that we could have gotten the word out, then people may have seen her, spotted her, or the vehicle or the clothing or what she was in, but we didn't have that technology set up in place. So what happens is now Amber's mom went to Congress and she got it passed. And now we have the signs that hang up on the billboards. Well, we wouldn't have had that if Amber hadn't agreed to come and have that experience. So it's the empowerment of what has taken place. It's like, thank you, Amber, so much, you know, for coming here and having that um, experience, being willing to be that energy for us, to have a different possibility on planet Earth for a lot of the other kids. I mean, I think it, it also takes courage to see it that way. I mean, I don't know. How, how do you feel about that? Like really seeing, being, having the courage to look at a really horrible situation and seeing the good, the gift, the lesson that you're meant to learn. I mean, I truly believe that anything, everything happens for a reason. It happens to our greatest good in divine timing, whenever it's meant to happen. But, you know, it's like, I believe it's really, it takes that courage to take that step back and look at it. And even if it's like, the worst thing that you can imagine to still see 
the positive, the gifts, the somewhat good in even the ho a horrible situation. So how do you feel about that? Yeah, I, with everyone I come in contact with, literally it is through sheer bravery that you are here and you are at a point in your life where you have the possibility of being able to change, choose and institute a different possibility for yourself and for everyone else. Because every time we're willing to let go of something that we've held in place, Kay, we free up everyone else who's been here to validate it for us and hold it in place. It's like, if we don't have that point of view anymore, then nobody else can have it with us. So they're lighter and we're lighter. Now, can we just kind of touch base? I mean, we're already you know, coming close to the, to the end of the episode, but how, you know, just can, it, can we touch really quick on how do you let go? How do you, when you have something, when you experience something, how does the whole letting go actually happen? How can we let go? Well, it's about letting go of the story. It's like the story is your record and you keep playing the record over and over again. It's like being on the Indy 500 and you can't find the exit ramp. And you're looping and looping and looping. If you're thinking it and you think about it again and your whole life, whether it's a Christmas, if it's a relationship, with a job, foreclosure on a house, bankruptcy, whatever it happens to be, whatever, if you continue to think about it, you're in a loop. It's a limitation. And now's the time to let it go. And how to let it go is to just be willing to change it, to be able to institute a different thought process. It's allow that book to be archived by the librarian, instituted in the thought process. It's like, okay, that was then, this is now, what would I like to have now? Who would I like to be now? I love it. I love it. You definitely gave me some goosebumps now. <laughs> Well, Susan, thank you so much, you know, for, for, you know, sharing all this. I mean, I think we definitely covered a lot. And I mean, I truly believe language is such a powerful thing. But now if anyone would like to get a hold of you, learn more about you, where can they find you? How can they reach out to you? Great. Well, you're welcome to go to my website, susanshatzer.com, or you can head on over to our TV show Facebook page, Unlocking Your Limitless Life. And all the links will be there. So make sure to go to abundantly-successful.com to get all the show notes. Now, do you have a, fresh, a free offer, special bonus or anything for the, for the listeners? Yes, I do. I have um, 13 hours and people go, oh, my goodness, that's so long. Yeah. Okay. Get over yourself. <laughs> it's 13 hours of epic transformations and it's raising the vibration of gratitude within you at the unconscious level. So there's 13 hours that are embedded with uh, the frequency of gratitude, kindness, peace, joy, happiness. And what you do is you go to bed at night um, and you get them twice a week. And so you go to bed at night and you just run it on low volume. So you know that there's something in the background, but you can't actually hear what it is. And it will go into the up subconscious and your unconscious and it just really unlocks. It just dumps. It. It's like, you know, you're in a, you're in it's 12 o'clock noon and it's super sunny outside. Are there any shadows? No, there's no darkness except for right under the tree, but that's your own shadow, but there's no darkness. Well, that you've been in darkness long enough. It's like time for you to be as bright as the sun. That is every single person's potentiality. It's like you no longer have to be in the darkness and the shadows. So what this does is this is going to elevate and raise your vibrational frequency to be vibrating at a higher um, level with gratitude. 
I love it. And I'm a total fan of gratitude. So yeah, I definitely got to check it out too. So, you know, thank you so much. I mean, do you have any last, you know, last thoughts, last, you know, point of, uh, you know, advice that you would like to leave us with? I would love to leave everyone with you are absolutely 100% in charge, in control. And what you're choosing is specifically targeted to what you're thinking. So if you'd like to choose something else, think something else. And I'll see you soon. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. I mean, I totally had fun. I mean, I think we could talk about this topic for hours because that's definitely my, my, my most favorite topic, you know, <laughs> but thank you so much for taking the time for being here, for sharing all the golden nuggets that you did. I'm pretty sure, you know, the audience is gonna, definitely going to walk away with a lot of great, you know, tips, tools, tr- uh, tricks, strategies, and just some insights. So thank you so much for being here, Susan. Thank you so much for having me, Kay. And I look forward to catching you and meeting you in person someday. Ciao for yes. now. Most definitely. And I want to thank you guys again, you know, for being here, for tuning in. I really hope you, you walk away today with some really good insights about how powerful your language really is. I mean, your words, your thinking, your feeling, everything really determines on what you're going to create for yourself, what you don't want, you're still going to create it. And, you know, she's seeing everything, you know, as that gift, because everything that's happening in your life, it's really happening for you. It's really how you choose to react to it, to feel about it, to think about it, and then to turn things around. But, you know, I really hope you, you're walking away with a lot of great value today. Make sure to go to abundantly-successful.com to get the show notes, to also learn more about, about Susan. And, you know, feel free to share it, like it, leave a comment below, and I will see you next episode of the Abundantly Successful Show. And I hope you have an amazingly abundant and successful day. 